Hello, and welcome to my beautiful bipolar life. I am your host, Kelly Bauer. On today's episode, we are going to journey back to the day that began the greatest bucket list journey in history, August 15th, 2020. We made it. Just four days after my father's 63rd birthday, we began our 17-day bucket list journey on August 15th. Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, Denver, New Orleans, and Savannah. All the places my father had never been. A conversation we just had in January. Looking back, I think my dad knew he had cancer and didn't tell me. That he would let it run its course, just as his father had done. I remember asking him if he was dying when he told me he was going to travel the country in his car. He laughed it off, and we didn't speak of it again. My first goal in my father's cancer journey was accomplished. He made it to his 63rd birthday. Next was the open road. At this point, COVID was in full swing. A cruise was supposed to be part of our itinerary, but it was canceled prior to the trip. So our first stop was the Grand Canyon, the place my father was most excited to visit. The canyon was perfect just us and nature. It was never on my must-see list, but I will tell you, if you can, go. It was so majestic and peaceful. The first thing my dad was take off his shirt and light up a joint. He said being high at the Grand Canyon was his life's dream. Because addiction was such a part of my life growing up, that statement absolutely disgusted me. But now I get it. One thing that I learned from our time together was to accept my father as he was. It helped me to understand him. His struggles with PTSD from war, physical and mental abuse from his parents, mental illness. I would learn that our brains were more alike than I had ever realized. When I looked at my father as Randy, the human being, the adult, and not dad, it changed everything. It didn't mean I forgot what he did, but I did forgive him for everything. And it wasn't a past because he was dying. It was a chance for me to heal and help find the little girl who got lost. I later realized that I could honor his death by living a life that was authentic, peaceful, and aligned with my life's purpose. I could only get that with forgiveness. And although his attitude was amazing overall, his bad habits would creep in. I would remind him that although I love him, I have no obligation to care for him. I acknowledged his fear and pain, but I also reminded him that I was not responsible for it. And I would not accept anything less than respect and love. I only had to do that a handful of times. He really was trying to be not only the best version of himself, but he also wanted to be the dad I needed. So next stop, Vegas. I was still working during my trip. It's funny that the worst year of my personal life was the best in my career. We had just arrived at the Waldorf Astoria, a place that I could only afford during COVID. Because I'm a Diamond member of Hilton, I asked for an upgrade. They gave us a corner suite. It was magical. 
and I was so grateful. Hilton really is the best. I love Hilton. But that didn't stop my dad from being agitated. I had spent the last hour and a half on a call with my board after hours. He wanted me to get off the call because he was hungry. That wasn't something that was happening since chemo, and I really should have gotten off. But I wanted my board to know that I was committed to my work. I wish I had loved myself more and realized that I was enough. I had just secured the largest bequest in the organization's history. But as a trauma survivor, I always felt the need to prove my worth. Societal expectations enforce that notion. I finished my call, and for the first time in my life, I told my father exactly how I felt. That moment would change everything. It was then that I began to realize my worth and would actively begin to eliminate anything that said less. The last time I was in Vegas, my partner tried to end my life. It was so poetically tragic that the next time I would be here would be because my father was going to die. Later in this podcast, you will learn about my third trip to Vegas in 2023, a true testament to the work and love that I poured into myself during my dad's journey. I have to say my favorite part of Vegas was watching my dad make a wish as he blew out his candles on his first ever baked Alaska at the Top of the World restaurant in the Strat Hotel. Watching the grin on his face as if he already knew his wish would come true is something I will never forget. I didn't ask him what the wish was because it wouldn't come true. But I could tell by the look on his face that wish was for me. And he just knew it was going to come true. Next up was the place I was most excited for, New Orleans. That place feels like home to me. For me, New Orleans is about living out loud. I love the culture, food, music, and especially the people. I have to say that when a black woman in New Orleans calls me baby, I felt like she just put all the good juju on me. Truly, it fills my heart with joy. I took my dad to all of my favorite places, including the New Orleans School of Cooking. I shared my story with the instructor, and he picked my dad to help him cook. Watching him up there cooking and smiling and truly living his best life brought me a level of gratitude and joy that is immeasurable. But my favorite experience was the swamp boat tour. My whole life, if I asked my dad something and he didn't really care or wasn't paying attention, he would just kind of say, yeah, flippantly. I remember being on the boat and asking him if he was having fun. And he just kind of turned to me and said, yeah. I think he saw the look in my eyes because he realized what he had done and quickly said, that was pretty neat, with a really, really wide smile. Smiling was something he had not done in many, many years. The man known for a beautiful smile had let it deteriorate from smoking and depression. He had not smiled like that for a long time. But over the course of our journey, he never stopped smiling, even in his final days. After New Orleans, we headed to Denver. My dad loved trains. We had taken one while we were in the Grand Canyon, and I found a dinner ride through the Royal Gorge. It was breathtaking, and the food was incredible. 
Watching my dad stare out the window like an eight-year-old boy with such wonder and awe was a gift. My dad spent his career in the military. He grew up with physical abuse. He was tough by design and life. Watching his exterior soften made me proud. My unconditional love was allowing him to be free of his trauma. It was magical. Last stop was one of my absolute favorite places on earth, Savannah, Georgia. All I cared about was sweet tea, mac and cheese, and gophers. My dad wanted to go on a ghost tour, which I was surprised by. I didn't even realize that he believed in ghosts. Watching him during that tour let me see another side of him. That moment would set a trajectory for the things that would change my life forever. It would open my mind and heart to things that I never dreamed of. It would be the catalyst for a life filled with possibilities. Impossible? Becoming more and more of a fleeting thought.